Ali, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto with Dr. Uva Ball. Good morning. Hey, yeah, good afternoon in Germany. And uh, <laughs> so I have a little the cold, a few, uh, but everybody has it the whole time, so it doesn't really matter. So we're all good, basically. And so, um, did you hear what happened this morning? Nikki Haley uh, announced a presidential run, challenging Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, I'm also not the biggest Nikki Haley fan, but of course she would be ten times better as Donald Trump. So I think that her running is just going to take votes away from Trump, if anything. Uh, yeah, in the, you mean in the pre-election situation? Yes, yes. I don't think that I think that her running hurts him getting elected because Republicans are looking for any out, any way out that they can with Trump. I just, I, I'm just waiting for DeSantis to finally announce his running. Yeah, I mean, DeSantis has the best chance to get the nomination away from Trump. Yeah, but uh, I. Uh, looked also into uh, like uh, yeah the political landscape and it looks like Trump still has around 30 35 percent of the Republicans behind him yeah 30 percent though that's not enough no I know but how many have the others for real yeah no he has 30 percent for real and I don't think uh, then uh, they have it you know, I, I think Nikki Haley right now has maybe 10% support. So, and huh. uh, yeah, you know, and, and DeSantis would maybe have also 30%. Uh, it depends who, maybe Ted Cruz is running again in the end. Who knows? Uh, you remember, there are always in the end 10 candidates and seven of them are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. yeah like where you like where Ted he, Cruz. Yeah, where you know they will never get elected, but they're taking votes away from other candidates. So, I mean, the, the, the more, let's say, sophisticated Republicans would do a good thing if they agree to one candidate and all support him. You know, it didn't help, for example, in the Democrats, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren running against each other. That didn't help both of them. So they both failed. Yeah. You know, with the same, like, kind of politica, political uh, <coughs> agenda, you know. So, <coughs> you know, I mean, that is, that is where we stand, basically, you can, you can say. And uh, I, yeah, when are the first, like, rounds, like, where they discuss stuff? You know, uh, not for a while, not for like, I don't know. That's a good question, but I know it's not anytime soon. No, so it will be maybe in fall or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, yeah. On another subject, we were able to find more and more thirty-five millimeter prints of my films. Yeah, I saw. So you're trying to do four K scans again? Yes, and. also, we found House of the Dead. We found Alone in the Dark, uh, in the name of the king. In, uh, in Paris, in the LTC lab, they still had them. And so we can, 
maybe do for a lot of films 4K to keep my my film library alive, basically, you know? So Oh, I can't wait. 4K, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, you know, I... It might be more difficult to do with the Lord in the Dark because of the CGI shots, but... Yeah, it, yeah, because of the res- resolution, you mean, right? It's tougher. Yeah. Uh, we will see. I mean, uh, better, like, mediocre 4K as no 4K at all. Yeah. So, and uh, that is, uh, you know, how it is. So, uh, what else I want to say? There were more mass shootings. I even Twittered, like, uh, they should basically stop reporting this. Because, think about it. Since 10 years, they asked for different gun laws. The only thing that could stop, of course, mass shootings like this. And it never happened. So, then what's the point? So they know. keep trying. They keep calling for it. People want uh, gun restriction, and it never happens. It will never happen. No, uh, as, as long as the NRA has their pockets in the Republican, uh, their hands in the Republican pockets, uh, I think that we're fucked. You know. Yeah, but you but you know then they should also stand for it. They should say, uh, if we have to decide the right to own and bear guns or whatever, or 1,500 people less per year getting shot senselessly, we keep the weapons. They should, you know, but what they always do is they lie around and say uh, it has nothing to do with weapon possession. But it has. It has to do with uh, uncontrolled weapon possession that people can buy weapons in the internet, that people can buy uh, without police check or background check and all that stuff, uh, uh, guns and, for example, um, gun fairs, you know, where you just can buy based on the driver license and boom, you have your gun. Nobody controls and- your medical background and so on. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, um, when, when you buy a gun as a gun owner... You can't just assume that everybody else is as logical or well put together as you happen to be. There are people out there with mental illness. There are people out there who are sick. Like, look at that U-Haul driver who blamed yes. an invisible object for, you know, killing eight people or whatever. There's a lot of fucking crazy people out there. So if you buy a gun... uh you know, who knows? Imagine if somebody wrestled that gun away from you who happened to be more powerful than you. Then who has the power? You know, like... Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the situation is, of course, you will still have people that run amok. Always, in every country. But you also, uh, you know, but, but, but you can limit... It down like when I see this year in US alone, where more mass shootings as in the rest of the world combined, even in Africa, in dictatorships are less mass shootings as in US. Huh. And uh, uh, you know, and that is the thing where uh, they should like in a society uh, what we have now, full of people with anxiety, with depression. You know, um, you should make it more controlled who has guns period 
So, yeah, you know, and that could make it harder, for example, do it like in Germany or in Canada, where you have to do a test, where you have to go to a gun club and you have to do a practical test that you can handle a gun, that you can handle safety. You do like a theoretically, you fill out like forms, like you do the driver license kind of thing. You know, it's like this kind of like a little harder to get it. And you have to put some work in it. And you have to appear normal when they interview you. So yeah. you know, that helps. Alone, this helps. There were like whatever uh, you have in Germany, what you have uh, Amok runs from a fundamental Islam people. You have that a lot with knives. They're stabbing people and then they whatever, killing two and getting them uh, arrested, shot, whatever. But um, that you have here. But Amok runs like what you, the kind you have in the US. We had really, since Hanau, since the, the, the thing where I made the film off, uh, none. That is like two years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, because most of the people, of course, don't get that. And so they just like flip out with the machine or flip out with a knife. But of course, the damage is way lower because. Uh, they're getting them tackled down or getting a chair in the face and the uh, you know and, and they take the knife away from them after uh, uh, five or ten minutes with the gun it's a different thing so and no yeah but I mean that is also like a a subject we went so many times through it and it's it's like almost annoying to talk about it yeah know? yeah but what do you think of the oh. u-haul driver who who uh, was running people over in Brooklyn? What do you think yeah. of that? Ridiculous and uh, insane. And I'm sh I'm soon soon I'm in Brooklyn shooting a film, right? So I mean, I hope nobody else comes. Let's see you all driving in our film set. And uh, but we we're doing the prep. We got a lot. And tomorrow we'll be <clears throat> in the. Variety and. Uh, article about first shift that film what I'm doing the police film and um, yeah we're getting everything together uh, and in one week around no 10 days I'm flying to New York and then join the prep of everyday yeah, zoom meetings endlessly with crew and cast and talking to people and convincing them to play in the film and um, we get good solid cast together where uh, I think the audience will like it. Uh, yeah, so that makes me kind of optimistic uh, doing a, a comeback where people say, wow, that is a good film and uh, let's do more Uwe Wall stuff. Yeah, and hopefully by then you'll be feeling a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, this I'm, Yeah, everybody, like Walter and Natalie had it the whole time and then uh, I thought I didn't get it and then boom, now I have it. So... Uh, since two days, I'm kind of, I function, but I'm weak. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. You know? And uh, Well, you've had a lot of work done this year. I mean, you've, you've got a hip uh, in, uh, change and, yeah. you know, you've done a lot of stuff. Your body's gone through a lot. So, yeah. And then uh, what I think it's ridiculous, to be honest, is the behavior of the Screen Actors Guild. Um, because, I mean, the pandemic is officially over. Yeah. Like, you know, and now COVID, 
has to get handled like a flu, but not on film sets, right? Because they are so scared and so like in a way it's for me kind of the overprotective total bullshit culture we are in and they copy this on the, uh, that everybody has get tested nonstop, you know? And then even if you have no symptoms and you test positive, you cannot shoot for five days. So, yeah. you know, and who's, who's really suffering from this? It's like basically the, the unions making sure that the independent filmmakers going all bankrupt. Because the only companies who can afford all that bullshit are majors and big streamers who just send cash flow. They keep cash flowing. They go over budget. They don't care because they're multi-billion operations. But independent filmmakers who has to have to like basically penny pinch getting damaged from this kind of behavior. Yeah. Why? Uh, uh, why? You know why? That is for me the big problem. And uh, uh, I'm very, very mad about it. So uh, that, that uh, they damage us. They should have two different forms, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I understand. Yeah. That is what it is. So, uh, no, yeah. And um, I, I think... Uh, I hope that they really uh, soon drop all formula form formalities and that we can just shoot without any testing. So, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. That would be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Come so, to New York. I I pay your flight, right? But uh, but but you cannot do it, or what? Or what? What is this? I don't know. We'll have to see. I have to find a place to stay. I have only, we wanted to rent apartments, but then it all was so expensive. Airbnb costs the same like hotel rooms. Yeah, I know the hotel is very expensive in New York. Yeah, yeah. So you need a friend in New York where you can stay. I'd stay with my sister, but I'm not sure if I can or not because she has a big family. She has two kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, we'll... Not then not, but I just offer it. But I also, uh, uh, I keep the invite open. You know, when we do a premiere or whatever, um, then you come to wherever the premiere yeah. is. You yeah, know, absolutely. I hope I get, uh, uh, I have the PR company, Drive, doing a good job. I have another podcast tonight. I'm doing like very pot, like guest appearances on podcasts. And uh, what I see in all that talks in that podcast, I have to say, uh, that uh, it's um, most of them have the same opinion like us, like films getting less and less good. The edge is out of the film business. It's, it's like uh, too much of the same, boring. And I Twittered this week that, did you watch that on Netflix, the You People thing with Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy? I haven't seen it, but I've read about it. I've yeah, read it. I mean, yeah. it's so politically correct. It's so boring. It's not funny. It's really bad. But even this film got flagged. You know, even that film, people flipped out the, because he's Jewish and had a, has a relationship with a black uh, woman. 
And so everybody flipped out on them to be like racist profiling, whatever, like that the blacks are too cliche, shown in, in much cliche and the, the Jews the same and it's anti-Semitic and whatever. So when I read that, that thread on Twitter, I was like, okay, you know what? We can completely stop doing anything. I mean, if somebody flips out on a film like this, what is already Vogue till the bitter end, then, <laughs> we, then, then we're really like nothing else as little pawns, little slaves of the now all the Karens and all, everybody who decides what other people have to think, what other people have to do. And it's like completely insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I can, uh, I have to be, uh, basically have to say like, good that Postal uh, uh, is not out now. I can only imagine if Netflix would premiere Postal as a new film, it would just cheat it and say like Postal new. This week's top tip is Postal. Imagine what would happen after this. <laughs> you know, I would be the biggest Nazi ever existed. I uh, Postal's most racist film ever, the most sexual, uh, you know, like incorrect, political incorrect uh, ever. And they would flip completely out on me what that I'm the worst guy ever that I made that film. You know, yeah. besides all the other people who would not say anything would think that it was fi finally a funny comedy again. I mean, uh, that is like, it, it's just like... Uh, that thing about you people is kind of funny because imagine if they took out any of the cultural things. Like if they took out the Jewish things, they took out the black culture things, it would be pretty fucking boring, you know? It would just be like two people with like very generic like uh, backgrounds getting together and that's it. Like, you know, we're, we're, who wants to see that? Yeah, that is what I mean. It's it's just like uh, I watched like from the you people like half an hour. Yeah, and it was so bad that I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it anymore. And uh, well, yeah. I finally watched uh, Last of Us. It's good, yeah. I, so, I watched the first episode. It was pretty good. The only thing that I didn't like is just like. For example, like Bill Williamson uh, is there, you know, pretty cool. Yeah, and then yeah. su suddenly, boom, he's dead. Like, I know, they, I know. They killed him off very quickly. The editing is so, like, quick, you know? It's a little too quick. It doesn't give it a chance to breathe. So I feel like they stuffed too much into that first episode. The first episode should have been, like, two hours or something, maybe. I don't know. But it was shocking, right? It was shocking when the daughter gets shot. Yeah, yeah, no, there was some shocking stuff like that plane coming down. That was pretty scary. Yes, yes, and uh, but it gets in the other. I I think I saw three episodes. It doesn't get boring. It it moves along, and it has like this kind of um, different characters per episode. So any episode brings new characters in. And uh, okay, so it's like the walking dead kind of, yeah, yeah. And you have like, and then I think in the second or third episode, you have the main guy with that girl, then less, uh, really like 10 minutes in that episode, the rest are other people. And I kind of like it, but I don't want to have my, my uh, final 
opinion about it. I'm deep down and I watched the mayor of Kingston also from Taylor Sheridan. And uh, I think why people like the Taylor Sheridan stuff like Yellowstone or 18, whatever, 83 is because he's a real boys, like male storyteller. Yeah. You know, I, I watched this and there is no diversity. <laughs> you know, there is no like gender vogue stuff in. It's just like telling the story and having having the, the, the cast is uh, fitting. It's not like, oh, now we have to hire this person or that person to make it evenly, whatever. No, it's like, it just he tells the stories how they are. That is very male-driven stories. In Yellowstone and in Mayor of Kingston are, all, are the same side actors, like the same people he hires over and over again. It's what I do for films too. That makes him very sympathetic to me. And I read an article that he can write like whole scripts like within five days. And that he actually uh, uh, a lot of times changes the script in the last second or during shooting something. And uh, so that, that shows he has also self-confidence that he can get the story better in just making quick changes. But now where Kevin Costner wants to step out of Yellowstone, I hope they finish the show um, properly and not let the audience hang up in the air. That would be bad. Yeah, I heard about that Kevin Costner thing. I heard he wants more money. That could be too. But they said he gets $1.4 million per episode. Well, maybe he wants like four. You know, maybe he wants more money. Because yeah. it's a very popular show. He yeah, knows it. In 10 episodes, he makes 14 million bucks. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, and, and he shoots only five days per episode. But you also have to think taxes. Like, if he makes 14 million, he's probably only bringing home 8 million, you know? <laughs> the poor Kevin Costner. <laughs> I, I feel for him. Like, only 8 million per season. Plus all the residuals he gets stuff from, like, dances with wolves and stuff like this i think he's doing well i, I think he's one of the, the very rich guys and he did years ago he had that other business that water filter business or whatever it was it was like a and he sold it to a big tech company yeah during the bp thing during the bp oil spill yes he had, he had some kind of robot that would filter out the oil from the water and he had he had been developing it, and it it just happened that it was ready at the right time, and he sold it to that company and made a mint. He made a lot of fucking money. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is the reality. So let's see other news. Uh, the the Nicole Sturgeon, the first miniature minister of Scotland, has announced her resignation. Yeah, I have no clue what that is, even. She says that she's quitting after outrage over the transgender laws. Ah, okay. That sounds a little bizarre. Let's see what it says. It's been the privilege of her life to have led the country of Scotland for eight years. People will be upset by the shock announcement. Others will cope just fine. Uh, blah, blah, blah. For every person in Scotland who loves me, there's another who might not be so enthusiastic. She insisted that outrage over her divisive gender recognition reform 
which allows anyone over 16 to change gender designation without medical diagnosis had not been the final straw. So that's what that's all the controversy over that is what led her to resign that anyone over at the age of 16 could go from male to female totally easy no problem no i could you know i mean i'm not really following scotland but i followed on cnn was a big interview with um two wagner soldiers that is that ukraine mercenary uh, army the russian they fight on the russian side and these two guys they were now uh, they're prisoners of wars war and they were both prisoners in a jail in Russia and they explained in the interview how they get got acquired you know so they they basically said the people came in the in the uh, jail and said everybody who fights six months in the Ukraine is after free to go like oh wow and he said almost everybody over like three four years with prison terms over three four years hey we do it we fight in the Ukraine war and we had no clue what we're getting into because he said the people said uh, uh, he, the the Ukrainians are already gave up. They are our brothers. Now in the Ukraine, we're fighting from Germany and Poland. So that's what they told them. And then they came into like they came into they did two days of training, and there were a lot of prisoners. They had no military training before. They had no clue. And so and then they got transported straight to the front lines. And were really like cannon footer. Like so, he said. Like from his two hundred people, he he uh, uh, they were with him from the prison. Uh, hundred eighty were dead the first day. Oh my god! Yeah, they were like like mowed down. And and the, he also he threw his gun away. And then the Ukrainian soldier like shot close to his feet a shot to tell him like give up. And then they took him and his body. And since then, he's in Ukrainian jail, basically. And I think <laughs> he went from one jail to the other. Yeah, totally absurd, right? But it, 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 that shows to me how ruthless Putin is, right? He felt, uh, if I bring 100,000 prisoners and they're all getting basically killed, uh, perfect. Then I save so much money for my prisons. Oh, you God. know, because Russia prisons are state controlled, not like private. And so, you know, and I think they so he basically had a double plus. He got rid of all the criminals, uh, rid of the. And, and he gave a total shit that everybody was dead. And uh, uh, they still did damage. They still like killed also some Ukrainians. Right. But it's so bad. You know, I mean, it's so bad. I uh, uh, I have to say, it's it's horrible. Yeah, that's pretty fucking fucked up, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and uh, very uh, disturbing. Pretty interesting. You should make a movie about that story. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's a little uh, uh, sinister, and it costs a lot of money because. You know, I'm sure there will be a, a soon films about the Ukrainian uh, thing. That I read even, I, I, I just see, I have a call in a few minutes, so we have to basically finish it up. But, so, what I think is, uh, I, uh, 
the Guy Ritchie film, the last Guy Ritchie film with Jason Statham had okay. Ukrainian mobsters and they stopped the whole film. Completely short, no distribution. And now after six or seven months, uh, Lionsgate bought it and will release it. But it's also kind of this cancel culture bullshit. You know? Yeah, it sounds like it. That's both bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's ridiculous. You know, it's like, yes, the Ukrainian have the same corruption mobster people as the Russians, always. And uh, everybody knows that. So now you cannot have, or now all the Ukrainians have to look like Mother Teresa and like Zelensky or what? I mean, I think that is total BS. Yeah. Total, you know, not okay. Uh, they just have to uh, admit that is what it is, you know. Now, yeah. Yeah, so I keep you in the loop. We talk soon. And yes. uh, yeah, and I have to unfortunately go in another call. The Berlin Film Festival is starting tomorrow. And the guy did a documentary and uh, wants that I sell it for him. So with him, I scheduled a call and I think it's in two minutes. I saw it's in one hour and two minutes, but it's in two minutes. Okay, Okay, well, good luck on your call. Everybody, please follow us on Twitter. I'm Gary Otto Zero, Uva Ball, what is it, seven? Yeah. Okay, everybody follow us and uh, we will will see you next time. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye.